0: Hello, and welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today, my special guest is Effie. Hi, Effie. Good morning. I'm so excited to have you on here. I have a variety of speakers come on here and so many different business owners, and I love it because I get to learn about different things, but you have something that's very different, but a good different because it's so needed. You help us with our posture, and I feel as soon as I said that, a lot of people went, oh. Oh and shrug their shoulders, and change, and maybe kind of sat up straight, because we all know we do it. We all know we have to work on posture. But before I get into everything that you do, and why it's so needed, even though we know it's needed, um, I want to read your bio. So Effie is an experienced physical therapist for over 10 years, experienced working with patients on variety of ages, various ages, diagnosis in New York, for, um, hospitals and including NYU Lang Hospital for Joint Diseases and Hospitals for Special Surgery. Effie created and developed on-site telecorporate physical therapy wellness programs to improve productivity and performance. She's an innovator in combating the challenges of improper body mechanics that go hand-in-hand with today's business technology and work environments. Environment. Her company is dedicated to creating healthy workspaces that inc- increase productive work habits and reduce, reduce Epstein? Ap, ap, oh, Appetitism, here we go. Reduce people not coming to work. I'm just gonna go that way. Gonna edit my own self out here, here we go. Um, <laughs> all right, but so exactly. So when I hear posture, I don't think about people not showing up to work. I don't think about, you know, being in pain, maybe in pain, but I don't think about how it really affects my day in day out of my productivity at work. I don't think about it, that doesn't come to my mind. Can you kind of enlighten us on that part about what you do? Sure.
1: So posture just means your body in any particular position at any time, it's in a posture. And so for a lot of us, posture sort of resonates because they may have some history with their grandmother or a parent, tapping them, hitting them, you know, you should be sitting up, you should be standing up. So they always had that sort of my posture. And interesting enough, historically, posture actually has its own meanings. If you look at military posture, how strong somebody is, and if you look, especially at silent films from yesteryear, when they had to describe an emotion without words, you think about fear, look at the posture of fear, or if they were criminal, um, or if they were just in distress, your body says a lot. So that's number one about posture. We always want to think about what is our body saying to other people? So how does it affect our work? Think about it this way. The last thing we don't think about when we go to our workstation or our learning environment is our posture. We just start off the day, usually in poor posture. <laughs> and what happens to us in that position is that we fatigue quicker. We develop discomfort that leads to pain. And then we're absent. We're going to our doctor's appointments. And then what happens? We're disengaged. We don't like what we're doing. And then for the employers, they're thinking about the great resign, I care about the great recline. And what happens to us is that we just go through that cycle. Now that same posture we use at our desk, it affects everything that we do. So if we were sitting like this the whole day, guess what? You're not just all of a sudden get up and say, oh, I feel energized. It's usually not the case. And also we're not gonna just get up and sort of straighten ourselves out. We're usually a little bit slouched. And then what happens? We are more prone to injury. Oh, why is my back hurting, my shoulder hurting, my neck hurting? My knee hurting, my foot, my hip, what is going on? It has to do with how we use our body or how we, the postures that we assume or get our body, the positions that we get our body into.
0: Wow. And it makes sense as you spell it out for sure, right? Because like you said, posture can cause pain. It can cause bad fatigue. And as soon as you start slouching down, we were talking about how you get, you get closer and like down. I think about when I, especially when I worked in corporate, even now I catch myself when I'm work, I have admin days that I slouch down and I always find myself like inches away from the computer. There's no reason for that. I I can see perfectly fine if I sat in my correct posture, but that's what I do. And then by three o'clock, I am so exhausted. And I'm just at the miserable point where I'm not even being productive anymore. And I'm really just going, I just have two more hours. I just have two hours to do absolutely nothing because I can't focus. And, you know, now I'm just more doing the I'm going to get up and get a hot tea. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to talk. I'm going to walk. I want to walk away, you know, do one of those things that, you know, just pass the time because I can't even focus because I'm so tired, but exactly what you're just saying. I'm thinking about how my posture just went down and down and down and closer and closer to the, the computer screen, you know, and to me, I'm going, Oh, well I'm focused, but I'm not, I'm not really being focused. I'm being probably less focused.
1: You bring up some really good points. Why that happens. Seth. Number one, some of it's just our experiences. Some of us like need to see the words and it's not necessarily vision as we see it. It's a different type of visual experience. And you could actually do what you're trying to do is train yourself not to sort of fall into that computer. Another reason is, is that it's exhausting to keep good mechanics and you do have to do quote, unquote, a workout for that purpose. And so interesting enough, two things to pay attention to. There are people who exercise all the time, I've seen it. But then when they come to their workstation, There's like this disconnect on how they use their body at their workstation. And I care about how people do what they do, because it's just like an athlete performing. It's just like a dancer performing. The shoes are great. The basketball is great. The shoes are great for the dancer, but it's how they do what they do. And so learning, being aware of it, most of us aren't aware even how we sit or stand at our desk. And the second step is what I could do to sort of get myself into better posture, what exercises I could do. Now, stress is something that we just didn't mention. And that's your favorite topic.
0: Sure so
1: stress is. is stored in the body, but we also go into what we call stress posture. So think about those creeping shoulders up to your ears and our legs crossed or sort of scrunched underneath us or how we use our arms is digging into the armrest or pushing down on the table and all those influence our body and feed into that discomfort pain cycle. And you don't even realize it. Why is my neck hurting? Well, guess what? If you're going to put that much pressure in your arms, it goes straight into your neck, let alone having your head forward. And guess what? It affects so many other, other systems in your body besides your breathing, besides your musculoskeletal system. How about your bite? How about how you sleep? Wow! All sorts of things, your digestion. Oh my goodness. How you sit, yeah. Do you never notice you're running to the bathroom a lot because the way you sit, it just put in a lot of pressure in that area over there. And so you have to just think about all these systems that it affects and how it affects you. And it does. It's just like a, everything is in your posture.
0: <laughs> you again, you said so many things yourself and how the posture really affects and you talk about the shoulders obviously you said stress i completely understand that part but like you said the shoulder up to your ears most like if you don't realize it until i go hey take a breath you know and then what you said too it's this it's the shoulders up and then it's the neck pushed out i'm going yeah no wonder your neck is in so much pain no wonder you're getting headaches and migraines no wonder your eyes twitching you know it's all those things and it, it could be one of the simple things people are always asking for that one simple thing to do it's could be just the posture, right? Correct. So our one simple thing
1: today, everybody, put your feet flat on the floor. Don't sit on your foot. Don't cross it in front of you. Don't put it on the bottom of the chair that where the wheels are and cross them that way. Just ground yourself and put them flat on the floor. Start with that and feel that experience. It's very difficult. I'm sure your feet are feeling
0: fidgety, but start with that. That's a great place for to start. I love that. That is something so simple Cause my biggest thing I always think about is like the neck and the back. I'm going, well, how do I keep that focus all day? But like you said, even just the feet, I feel like I automatically kind of just adjust my body as I do that. Cause I'm, I'm a big, I'm better at it. I'm a lot better at it. But I was a big Indian, like cross my legs, sitter, even in work chairs, I would take my shoes off and I would just sit there and I would just like lean in and, and click, 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 click. Right. But um, yeah, so I've definitely gotten better at it. Can't say I'm perfect, but what I do now is I like make sure I have my slippers. So I have something to kind of like put my feet into because that kind of like I feel helps. But um, yeah, <laughs> I definitely am someone that crosses my legs a lot for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's definitely common. So that seems simple. Okay, so it helps us become more productive. It helps us with you know pain. My feet are on the ground. What about? I, th- I think for me, I always think about the level of my computer. So where my level of my computer screen is? Is that actually something, is that something we should be thinking about? Like in the sense of where my computer lo- lies on my desk? Yes, that's an excellent question. So how you use your desk
1: does influence your posture. It goes both ways, so yes. You wanna make sure that your monitors are the right height. And if you're gonna be using a tablet or a cell phone or a laptop, make sure it's propped on something. You could use something as cheap as your Amazon, empty Amazon box or tissue box. So if you're in a Zoom call, you can look straight into the camera. Uh, Otherwise you can even invest in what's a laptop sort of an adjustable laptop easel so that you can put your tablet, phone, or book or newspaper, whatever you're reading at a height that you can actually still maintain an upright posture and look at the information. What happens to all of us, we all are guilty of it, is that we always end up looking down and then that you get right into a poor posture. So if you just use some supports to cue you, it definitely influences how you use your desk.
0: I love that. No, it definitely makes sense. That was always something I, was focused on because i was thinking about like the neck migraines things like that so that made sense to me um i know for me what i learned when i went to the the chiropractor for like my knee and stuff like that was what you said kind of like uncrossing the legs for sure but they also kind of talked about the way um i was breathing is that something you know that's important to why i'm sitting at my desk
1: okay way well you're breathing well if you're going to slouch it's going to be way more difficult to breathe and you could test it on yourself go in the slouch position take a deep breath Sit up tall, take a deep breath. You have much more expansion, much more oxygenation. So, yes, your how you sit influences your oxygenation air going into your lungs. Your lungs are in that area between your head and your pelvis. So you want to make sure that you're giving it enough room for it to expand. That is, and as well as all the other organs that are sitting there. You're going to influence them when you're sitting in poor posture. Yes.
0: That's so great to know. All right. So feet on the ground, breathing, computer up level, but you do something really unique. So you don't work with us individually. You work with us as a group session, as a lunch and learn, as a workshop, as a speaking in a corporate environment. So my question for you is I'm assuming whoever I'm sitting next to my cubicle or the person I work on the job site with, or the person that drives the truck, you know, we all kind of do this differently. So how do you, how do you help us all since we're all probably doing different things, or, or is there something which most people always do? I think that's an excellent question,
1: but when I work with employees, I work with them in their own work environment because their job demands are different. Their Whatever they address is different from a different department, and it's really important to engage each department so that they can help each other work on their struggle with how they use their body and body mechanics with the work that they do, whether they are using a sitting desk, a standing desk in the corporate office, whether they're in the warehouse where they have to spend different activities in the warehouse or distribution centers. It's important to kind of group those employees together because you wanna engage them together. Their needs are similar, what they do is similar and it's very much engaging, it's very much hands-on. So yes, the program is scalable so that you can get the educational parts of what's involved in postural health, but also how it affects the type of work that you do. And each person's job is slightly different. So it's going to mean something different to them when they do what they have to do. So are there any underlying similarities? Yes, there are going to be some exercises that can be similar for everybody, but it's the context that's really important because this is what you do and has to be meaningful to you. And that's in general, the success with physical therapy, and that's why this program is physical therapy-based, is understanding how you do what you do, what are you doing, what you need to do, and how you need to do it. That's always the objective when you're working with a physical therapist to understand how did this even happen. So again, our goal is to prevent how this even happened. Let's start off with safe ways of our use of our technology or what we do in the warehouse or distribution center, safe ways that keeps me most productive. What little tips could I use throughout the day? What simple exercises are safe for me to do where I'm working to keep my momentum and my productivity so that I am on the ball, focused, ready to do what I need to do throughout the day.
0: I love that because you're you're right. There's probably similarities, but there's also, there is differences. If I'm in the warehouse picking up machinery, boxes, moving things around, compared to sitting at the desk. And I think that brings out a good point because there's still body stressors, no matter if I'm picking up boxes, moving machinery, or I'm sitting at a desk and I, again, going back to, I bartended for years, long nights, carrying kegs, carrying cases, wine, like everything, trays, food, shaky martinis, right, just running around. And once I went from bartending to my nine to five, you know, prior, I was in more pain. And I went to my chiropractor, I'm going, How am I more in pain when I'm just sitting at a desk? It made no sense to me. He was like, and he's talked about a lot what you're talking about with the posture but also that stiffness. So my next question for you is, you know whether I'm in the warehouse or I'm sitting at the desk are there some stretches that are maybe common for us and maybe practice on a daily basis?
1: Yes, there are things that you can do, but it would have to do with your work environment and your space. Okay. So interestingly enough, I do ask people what they do throughout the day and they'll tell me they do this kind of stretch and that kind of stretch. And so some of those stretches are okay, but they may not be good for you. So just for, as we say, viewer discretion advice, when you're trying to find something that works for you, it's really good to consult a professional because What's good for one person may not be good for you, your build, again, how tight your muscles are versus somebody else's. And so you wanna find something that is good for you and that you understand how to do correctly. So you could have the same advisement. I I think I want you to stretch this muscle group, but it's how you do what you do and not everyone's stretching appropriately or works for them. And so again, posture (laughs) makes a big difference even when you're doing your exercises or stretches. So number one, you should always be moving around. You shouldn't be sitting in the same place or standing in the same place for a long period of time. If you are noticing some changes that you're feeling discomfort, that may be a good time for you to reach out to a professional, but it's usually you're not the only one. And that's why this is so important because this is needed in the workplace where we have some strategies that we could use to help ourselves throughout the day that works for us in our work environment that we understand how to do it correctly.
0: I love that. I really wanted you to highlight that because I think it just showcases why your program is so important because it is easy to YouTube something, Google something for sure. But like you're saying, it's so personalized based on what you do and how you do something. There's so many things involved in it. So that's why your workshop is so important because you're able to, like you said, work with the different departments going, okay, what do you do? What's your normal day in, day out? How can I see you at your desk, you know, and really trying to help them for who they are and what they actually do. So that's why I really wanted to highlight that because I think it's so important, because again, nothing wrong with Google, nothing wrong with YouTube, they're all great. But I think the biggest thing is like you said, it's gonna be person by person. And I think that's with a lot of things that people do, whether it's a diet, whether it's working out, whether it's stress management, right? There's so many different things, ways that you can do something. So I think it's really important that um, we highlighted that for you. So my next question is, how did you even get started in this business?
1: That's a great question.
0: So as a physical therapist, and you described,
1: I like the bio, thank you for reading the bio. Uh, When I started working with those from the corporate office, I noticed there was a disconnect. They were doing well in the PT gym, but when they went back to their workspaces, their symptoms came back. And I'm not one to have people come through the revolving door for the same problem. And I thought out of the box and I created for them a workstation program and it worked well. So prior to COVID, go on site and work with employees. At their companies or firms or warehouses or distribution centers to make them most productive at their workstation. So, this way, when we engage them with what they were doing, they realize what was happening at their workstation, what the postures they were assuming, or we call it, if you want to call it a bad habit, and realizing that they're, what they're doing is causing their symptoms. And so, having them understand that and simple things they could do at their desk, simple exercises, simple strategies giving them that awareness really helped them. And then their symptoms went away. And so I said, wait, why see them after the math? Let's get them before this all happens. Let's give people those strategies. Let's give people those exercises so that they can do their work and they can feel productive throughout the day. They don't have to feel that whether it's at one o'clock or three o'clock, I just had enough. I can't do this anymore, but give them the strategies so that they can strengthen themselves throughout the day, that they shouldn't experience so much fatigue, that they shouldn't go into that discomfort. And if they are experiencing stress, and we all experience stress, what physically can I do to get myself out of that position to sort of refresh, and that you can continue and focus on the work that you do.
0: I love that. I love that. Because like you said, it's so important, trying to avoid that revolving door, which we've all been in before. So I love that you, you saw that and you were like, I'm going to fix this. So I love it. So say someone's listening, and they want you in their office. They're so like, we need you, you know, whether they're at the desk or whether they're in, you know, distribution, whatever the case may be. Who is the main person you feel you should be talking to? Sure. It's usually
1: your decision maker and your company or firm. And it look could look different depending on the size of your company and the industry. Sometimes it's the actual owner, sometimes it's HR, sometimes it's the office manager. There are different people who sort of assume those roles. Sometimes you may even have a wellness committee in your workplace. All those people are great people to talk to.
0: I love it. So what is the best way to contact you?
1: Sure. The website, of course, www.proclusters.com. And you can find information there and you can reach out to me through the website.
0: Love it. Is there any last words you want the listeners to know about you or your business or what you, you talk about?
1: I think it's good to help yourself, give yourself the tools so that you will have longevity in anything that you wanna do, not just your work, but everything that you do in your life. The more you learn about yourself, the more you can learn how to manage your
0: stress, how to change the way you move your body. And that's vital for the rest of your life. I love it. Thanks so much, Effie. Before I let you go, we're going to get into our lightning round. Are you ready? Absolutely. Yes, okay, awesome. All right, first question, Effie, what is your favorite holiday?
1: Hmm, excellent question. Are we calling holiday American holiday or are we using the British term holiday? Because I love vacation. So I'm going to go with the British holiday. I love, I love any vacation. My off is great. I love spending it with family and friends and I love traveling. So we're just going to call it the holiday. How's that? <laughs> I'm all about it. I'm all, all about
0: holidays, it. everything. Yes. It's great. I love it. I love it. Are you a texter or on the phone talker?
1: Oh, great question. I would say I do both and I'll tell you why. Not everything can be said in a text and I'm sure we've all realized everything can be said in an email or a text. Yes, it's very useful when we're traveling and in between situations to so keep that constant communication, but I still do value the phone. The phone is really important. I think people realize that when you pick up the phone, you are important to them, so just keep that in mind.
0: I agree. I agree. And what was the nickname you were called growing up, maybe by your parents or friends? Well, well, Effie is my nickname. <laughs> if they gave me other names,
1: so oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I had like a, another name, like Cupcake, Sweetheart, Princess. You know. I would just say like, we had fun. There's certain times I say, oh, here comes so-and-so, you know, but the names change all the time and it just had to do more with, you know, your personality or or was the last, you know, blunder you did and then people just sometimes have fun and
0: remind you. But I would just say, I don't really have any names. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. Um, let me think of another one. What's your favorite ice cream
1: flavor? Oh, good question. I think that changed over time. I happen to like the soft ice cream. Vanilla with chocolate. So when you get them mixed together, I think like that's the greatest, but I do like other flavors of ice cream. I think ice cream is like your favorite, the favorite treat all year round. You don't have to wait for summer for ice cream. (laughs) I agree.
0: And what is your way of relieving stress? Excellent
1: question. I, I love being outdoors. So if I'm super stressed, I just walk away from the situation. I'll go take a power walk somewhere outdoors, clear my mind not with headphones. So for all you people walking with headphones or plugs in your ears, I'm telling you, it's not exactly the safest, but walk, let your ears hear nature, let them hear whatever's going outside, give yourself that sort of like way to free your mind. And then I get back back and I feel refreshed and I'm ready to deal with it. Or people know I get hangry. So sometimes I just have to eat. I'm one of those grazers who need to eat. And sometimes I'm like, when's the last time you ate something, eat something, and then just get back, back on track.
0: Oh my God, I can relate to that so many ways. Abby, I'm so grateful that you took this time out. I know you're so busy. So thank you. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast and sharing about how amazing you are. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for
1: inviting me and sharing your audience with me.